And now for another amazing episode of the Pop Zara podcast. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test, to train them is my cause. Welcome to the Pop Zara podcast. I am your new host, Nia Bothwell. And today we're going to be talking about Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. And just so everyone's aware, all the technical issues are two. So if you came to listen about that, you're out of luck. You can take your Dunsparce and you can get on out of here. And I choose you, Corey, Corey Gallagher, this really random guy I just found on the internet who also plays Pokemon. So so did you want me to like actually actually talk or should I just talk in like Pokemon language like, Corey, Corey? My- <laughs> I think we'll just keep are, going are you forward. sure? I'm sure. Okay. So yeah, Pop Zara Podcast talking about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. They're the newest entries in the series, aren't they? Yes, they are. And yeah, how they, do you feel about that? Well, to make myself sound very smart here, they were the biggest smelling intent biggest smelling, not smelling. Biggest smelling Nintendo games. You know, <laughs> yeah, the big have, you know what? We're gonna go with it. Biggest smelling Nintendo games. They they smelled over ten million copies, and yes, I was part of that, one of those ten million. It's one of the newest games I've actually bought in the last six months. One did you uh have games. you tried licking the cartridge yet? I've already done that. Okay, I can't recommend it. Yeah. No one people don't don't lick your cartridges, please, okay? Yes, but today, Corey, we're actually going to be talking, well, we are talking about that, but we're okay. also going to be talking about early Pokemon games. So early Pokemon games, too, we're doing both. We're doing both. Wow. So, don't worry, we're not going to get too technical. Okay. Yet your, your place. But uh, see. No, but it's, Pokemon's moved from a lot, you know, it's moved forward quite a bit. Um, when I first started Pokemon, I think like many other, peop- other kids did, I, I had a Game Boy. My Pokemon journey started in the early 2000s, so I was a bit late to the game. Played. So you were like, what, four? No, I was born in 1991. I was about 11 or 12. Oh, okay. So, And I only know that because I started playing Pokemon after uh, uh, my grandma had died. Oh, I so, see. That's yeah. Not a, so, not a great not, association to make with a game series, that's for no. sure. <laughs> well, like I said, I got started with Blood blue red and yellow i actually i had all three at one point and i remember i kept restarting especially on red like over and over and over because i choose another starter because mm-hmm. that's what i thought that's what i thought you were supposed to do i'm like okay you just keep starting over and over the sad part is very young me didn't understand you could go to the box and you could switch out your pokemon so what other pokemon i caught like the first two playthroughs i'm like okay these are the only six i get I'm like i can't choose any other pokemon if I catch them, they're going to disappear forever. And then I found out you could switch them up out of the box. So that wasn't fun. That's a pretty important part of the game, that's for sure. Yeah, so I, like I said, I uh, I wasn't even watching the anime at that point. And because I was moving around a lot, I, you know, how you had to connect everyone. I think a lot of people remember this. Remember you had to connect the cord to, like, trade everything, right? Right. I, the, the, the link cable, I think it was Yeah, called. the link cable. I didn't have a link cable, and I didn't know any other kids that had a link cable because our parents were cheap, didn't want to buy it. Mom, dad, what? pay up, no. But um, no, because I was moving around a lot, I never got a chance to trade with other kids. That's yeah. getting dark. 
I know we're dark. Well, we'll switch over to you, Corey. When what was the first Pokemon game uh you got you into the gate the game side of the series? Well, see, I'm going to take an entirely different tack from you and say that the first Pokemon game I ever played was Pokemon Blue, and it made me the most popular kid in school. I oh had, my god. I had 20 girlfriends. They all wanted my Pokemon. They were all like, hey, Corey, you're a Pokemon master. And I'm like, Haha, you don't know the half of it. And I was right. Oh, my God. Podcast not. over. Uh, yeah, so I played Pokemon Blue. Um, I was a huge fan of this as a kid, man. I had the merchandise. I had maybe a little bit of the apparel. I played that stuff constantly. I had every Pokemon. I completed the whole Pokedex. Uh, ended up getting myself a second Game Boy and a copy of Red so I could trade with myself and get all the Pokemon. Not because I didn't have dozens and dozens of friends being the incredibly popular guy that I am. But just because, you know, I know that only I can produce the finest high quality Pokemon to give to myself. So you're you were an overachiever as a child like you are now. Exactly. I always mm. go above and beyond. I see. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you know, I love that game. And my favorite thing about that game was that this was a point in time when we didn't really have I – mean, the internet existed. It was a thing. You could go on there and find guides and stuff. But I think for most of us, at least for me living in Spain as a kid at the time, um, I didn't really have like full unrestricted access to the internet. I had like maybe an hour every other day. I remember it was really rough. It was mostly – I think all I did on the internet was like read fan fiction about Yu-Gi-Oh. And that's entirely reasonable <laughs> because Kai was a pretty hot guy. Um, mm -hmm. Or Maximilian Pegasus. Uh, oh, anyway. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, when I was a kid, there was a lot of like secrets and interesting stuff about Pokemon that wasn't readily available back then. And you could do cool stuff. Like, let's say you managed to get a, a Game Shark for your Game Boy. You could do crazy things like invent Pokemon of new types, like a, mm. a Dragon-type Pokemon that wasn't also flying. Ridiculous! Unimaginable! But here it was, right in front of you. Nope. Yeah, stuff like that was great. Um, the idea that there were, like, hidden Pokemon that you couldn't get. Oh, you're uh, talking about you had... Mew and the truck? Yeah, 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 Mew and the truck. Oh, um, I tried that so many times. So for reference, those of you who don't know, uh, there is a truck near the SSN cruise ship that you can sail on in Pokemon Red and Blue. And the idea was that if you were really careful, you could kind of kind of skip to the game, get the strength ability that you push rocks, come back, push the truck beneath the truck would be a hidden Pokemon Mew. Uh, that's not true. It didn't work. There is a way to get Mew. It's way more complicated and weird than that. Um, the truck thing didn't work, but it's a cool thing that existed back then. But I mean more than Mew. I mean like before we knew that there was going to be a sequel to Pokemon, which ended up being Pokemon Gold and Silver, you know, we had these ideas about things like Poke Gods, like these amazing Pokemon that were unthinkable, like Pika Blue, which was a blue Pikachu with water powers, and it was amazing. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. It was a great part of gaming culture back then. It's gone now. Everything is terrible. <laughs> I remember uh, when I first started playing Pokemon, like you said, I you don't have access to you know, like you just other children, and I was a loner. I wasn't very famous like our Mr. Gallagher here. <laughs> Who is really? Who is? Anyway, I am now. <laughs> Applause, please. Thank you. No. Pachi, thank you. Pachi, Pachi, Pachi. But no, but um, I used to think like you had to stay on the SS Anne, and I would get always, I'd always get really angry because I'd see sailing off, and I was like, how did I miss the boat? Like, I want to go with you guys. And, you know, again, child me doesn't understand that the scripted part of the game. So it was right. sail off in the distance. I didn't play Pokemon 
I don't think I played Pokemon Gold. I played Pokemon Silver. Sure. And I, I actually don't have a lot of memories of that one, even though I played a lot. Uh, I just remember when I first started playing it, I remember being amazed that Pokemon were in color and they were moving. Like they had that like little that little animation I do. Yeah. How was such a thing even possible? You know, what I remember back in the day is uh, I had just discovered this thing called emulation. It's where you can run console games on your computer. This was like a real new big thing for me. And one of the cool things you can do with emulation is take games that are in Japanese and apply translations made by video game fans to those games. Oh, did you play Pokemon Green in emulation? I played Pokemon Silver maybe a year before it came out in America with a fan translation. Oh, oh yeah, because the Pokemon games came out earlier in Japan, right? They did back in the day. So back in the day, uh, the first Pokemon games were red and green in Japan, and blue came later. And they uh, came out in 1996, I think. Something like that. Math is hard. Point being, though, wait, you said you were born in 91, so yes, you would have been like four or five. Yeah, uh, but like I said, I got introduced <laughs> to the series like really, really late. Like, like that's why I'm saying like early 2000s. <laughs> I see. So yeah, back in Japan, it was red and green. When they brought them here, it was red and blue. Uh, in Japan, blue came later. Here, we got yellow later. Uh, yellow, of course, being this Pikachu version kind of based a little bit on the anime, which yes. was extremely popular at the time. Oh, my gosh. Pokemon Yellow was a lot of fun. I think I kept playing it over and over. And I didn't found I actually very recently, which actually kind of inspired the podcast, is I found out, like, if you're playing with Pikachu in Pokemon Yellow, obviously, yep. if uh, depending on how strong your friendship is with Pikachu, it's walking animation actually speeds up yep. instead of, like, being slower. And that's apparently there's true. Yeah, and there's small interactions you can have with it where, like, it hides and hides in a pot and then pops out to say hi to you. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. The, uh, <laughs> here, don't worry, people, we're, we're speeding, speeding it up we, a little bit. We're, we're doing our best to keep going, but there's a yeah. lot of Pokemon to get through. Anyway, I was talking about fan translations. This little translation group, Vita, V-I-T-A, translations, made a translation patch for Pokemon Silver. I played it a year early. It was probably the worst translation I've ever played. I loved it regardless because I'm playing new Pokemon. It's mind-blowing. It has cool things like a day and night cycle, so there are Pokemon oh, yeah. you can only catch at night. Things like that. Oh, I remember the day and night cycle. That that blew my mind. Yeah, I remember um, I think at that point I was watching the anime and I remember seeing like a knockdown and then I, I finally caught the hoo-hoo, and then it evolved, and I just remember, like, being, like, astounded that I caught an owl. I was like, this is awesome. That's it wasn't legal because awesome. it's a Pokemon. But the um, the clearest memories I have are actually Sapphire, Ruby, and Emerald. And actually, I think I still have, I think I still have all three floating around my bedroom here somewhere. I'm too lazy to go look for them. Is I played those ones over and over and over and over. Like, I mean, just, it was ridiculous. Like, I replayed them to the point where I actually remembered where all the hidden items were, and I would hit each spot as I was moving through the world. And the first time I turned it on, um, I had I had just gotten a Game Boy Advance SP, and guys, this is going to show how, how easy I am, is I remember I turned it on, and I was, my character's walking, I remember being amazed, I could see the reflection of my character in the puddles, and I was like, oh my god! It's color and there's puddles. And I kept running through the puddles. I'm like, the puddles are moving. This is great. And just that, that completely blew my mind that I could see a Pokemon game in full color. You know, between and, this and people getting excited about the puddles in Spider-Man, I, the puddles are a thing <laughs> in gaming, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 
Well, for me, you know, to jump from, you know, uh, Pokemon red and blue and yellow and even silver and gold to jump to like full on like color and seeing a reflection like that, that's a pretty big jump. And, you know, now, don't worry, everyone, we're finally to the present day, you know, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, it's, it's a big, I think, at least for me, for someone who is, you know, who came from, who played a lot of the older Pokemon and kind of skipped a lot of the, a lot of the newer stuff, like I never played the, I never really played the Hawaiian version or black and white, you know, jump to like 3D and, you know, being able to actually run with my Pokemon through the world and adventure, like that's, that's pretty that's a pretty that's a pretty big jump and it's a really big thing like it's a pokemon game i've always wanted like i was so happy when i was running around in scarlet and i realized i can throw the first pokemon in my party out and i can have it run along with me instead of just you know it's always in my pocket all the time right even though it's in the name pocket monsters and back in the day that's super cool and everything i mean i fully Mm -hmm. agree with you like i actually skipped ruby and sapphire but i played a (laughs) massive amount of emerald because i knew that the ds versions diamond and pearl were coming out at some point and I really got into those. They were great. Um, you know, love the battle mechanics, love the graphics, looked wonderful. But, you know, I'm looking at your notes here, and it looks like you kind of fell off the series for a while. I did. I don't, I think, because at that point, like I said, I got into it late. And so I, th- I think a friend let, lent me, like, white at one point. But, no, I never played um, Diamond and Pearl. I think I played a re. I think the latest Pokemon game I played, not counting Shield, was probably like I think all the way through was probably like a remake. I think of Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue. Like right. I played through all of that, but like I said, I I can't really remember much of it except walking all in the remake of Pokemon Red, walking along the beach and like collecting like the items that would that would come up on the beach but that's about it (laughs) well then just to cast the audience up because uh there's a lot of pokemon between then and where we're talking uh since ruby sapphire and emerald we had diamond and pearl which were the ds games uh that took place in Sinnoh, which uh kind of this arctic area up north uh, a lot of ice a lot of snow that kind of thing uh diamond and pearl very slow games uh very slow animations very slow text uh third game that came out called platinum that kind of fixed that up a little bit uh, we proceeded from there to Pokemon Black and White, uh, which took place in the Unova region, which is a lot like New York, kind of America's America themed. Uh, we had Eagle Pokemon, that kind of thing. Uh, like those games a lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. Like those games a lot. Played a lot of the fan translation of that as well. Uh, moving on from there, we had Pokemon X and Y, which is set in Kalos, uh, which is France. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Hmm. Um, we also at around that same time. Uh, no, actually, it was a little bit later. Uh, following that, we had Pokemon Sun and Moon set in Alola, which is like Hawaii. And uh, we also had a remake of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, which I'm a little shocked you didn't play. Well, like I said, I I had played the originals, and because I'm cheap, I'm like, I don't want to play a Pokemon game I already played. So, I mean, at some point, may, I'll probably go back and maybe play those, but only if they go on sale. A hey, 100% reasonable. However, comma, uh, following that game, we had Pokemon Sword and Shield, which you mentioned having played a little bit of. Yes, I did play. I actually did play a good chunk of Shield. And I'll, I'll be honest here. I actually ended up not finishing the game because about, I want to say, I think six gym badges in, I was getting frustrated because my Pokemon were so overleveled. Because I was I was using my strategy from the older games is I would keep battle because I was always under leveled so I would battle and battle and battle the wild Pokemon until I got to a certain 
benchmark and then I'd go battle more. And I wasn't sure. used to the full uh, experience share that all the new new Pokemon games have now. So by the time I got to like the next gym, like my Pokemon were like 10 plus levels over the gym leaders and I just was blowing through all the battles. And I'll, I'll be honest, like at times I felt like the game was kind of like playing for me. Is it right. just letting me like, you know, go into the world and kind of like explore. And I just, I didn't feel like I was being challenged enough. So I kind of just dropped off. Oh, she prefers the hardcore kind of game. She's more of a souls player, really. <laughs> I just, I don't need to be walked to the door if the door's right next to me. She's just like, oh, this game's too hard for you. Well, get good. That's <laughs> Nia Bothwell, folks. Uh, however, that's not the newest Pokemon game. Then what are the newest Pokemon games? Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And then I know there was Pokemon Arceus that came out, and I apologize, I cannot remember the name of the one. I actually did not play Pokemon Arceus. I was going to, again, decided not to because, you know, I didn't want to spend the money. Sure. But I actually went with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet because I liked the, I saw the concept, and I'm like, okay, that looks really cool. And also because all my friends were buying it, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to jump on this bandwagon. I'm going to get this Hey, game. you know, peer pressure is often the way to go, whether it comes to video games, hard drugs, a life of crime. <laughs> well, what the thing I like about the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet games, and uh, to address the technical issues, is... Yes, I've I noticed them. Like I'll be frank, but I think if you're if you're like me and you're someone who's going in, who like this is a big realization to the franchise, or is that the right word? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with it. We'll that. go with it. Yeah, you know it's a big it's a big thing. Like you're probably not gonna really notice it. It's like no, it's not really innovative. Like if this was any other game, like Cyberpunk or like. Like you were saying, Dark Souls, like, and, you know, there were some loading issues. You'd probably complain, but I honestly, like, they didn't impact my gameplay at all. Like, I'll see, like, some Toro, like, a herd of Toros, like, load in as I'm running up. Or I'll, I'll start laughing because I'll see some of the characters, like, getting a little stiff walking back. But, again, like, you know, I'm focused on, like, what I'm, like, what's in front of me. Like, it, and it's not really affecting gameplay. It's just, it's there. I don't care. Don't mind it. Um, sure. And the another cool thing is like since I've been playing Pokemon Scarlet, I I'm actually able to trade now because again you don't need I don't need a link cable. Mm. I can just trade with other people and because you can pull a friend in from another game and you two can play together, like I'm able to do that. Like I can play with uh, yeah actually Corey, mm. you uh, actually gave me all the starter Pokemon when I first started and I didn't realize you gave me the your evolved version of what. Oh, like Char- Charcadet? Is that what you called? Little... Charcadet, the little, yeah. little flame soldier Pokemon. Yeah. So, and I was like, why is this knight running around like crazy? Because he evolves into the violet version of Cerulege? Cerulege. Cerulege. So I was like, why is he running around everywhere? He's he's spazzing out. So I put, I actually put him in the box, and then I went and I found the pre-evolvers and got that evolved evolved him. And I didn't realize I got my own version and I got Armorage. I was like, oh, he's so cool. He's got arm cannons. Neat. I see. Is that how that works? Yes. And then I took your the fire alligator you gave me and I put it in the box so I could replace it with uh, little Leo. Which you know, it, it's all just felt like she she took all the Pokemon I gave her and then <laughs> put them in the box and never used them. <laughs> well, I kept winning. I kept winning everything. And I was like, I'm not really digging the fire alligator. I'm like, I need... Uh, I'm like, I need something a little different. I'm like, I think I want a cat. Like, yeah, I'm going to go with the fire lion. 
which it took me an hour to find the stupid male version of little Leo, who I then proceeded to name Mooch after a cat friend. And then the, the one of the starter Pokemon, Sprigato. Sprigato. Yes, Brigitte, what you said. I'm mispronouncing all these names. I na- end up naming Milo after my cat. So I, I could see. shout, Milo won the battle for me at the screen while he's sitting next to me. How did, how did Nathan Evans, managing editor of Pop Zara, feel about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he wasn't sure what to do. I also found out that our, if we ever want to defeat our managing editor and be the best editors in the land, just give him Pokemon to play and just watch him struggle. He, he he kept. I was borrowing his TV to play uh play uh Pokemon Scarlet, and he's like, well, what what are you doing? I'm like, I'm adventuring. Okay, silence. Well, what are you doing now? I'm like, I'm just battling. Okay, so you're grinding. Yeah. Okay. And he just kept asking questions like, just 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 let me let me train. Okay, I got I got this. I don't need help. I got it. I've been doing this for over ten years. I can do it a little more. You are. You're saying it is unlikely that managing editor Nathan Evans is ever going to be a Pokemon master. <laughs> no, he's not. I, we actually talked about it before I, I got on the podcast. And he told me that he he got I get the, at one point, I think he either had the game or he borrowed the game from Sunday. He played it for like a few minutes. He's like, nope, this isn't for me, which which is fair. It's not for everybody. So but it's for us. But it is and, for you. It is for yeah, you and it is for me. So you enjoyed yeah. it then. Tell me about why oh, yeah. you enjoyed it. I think I just enjoyed it because with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, I felt like I could actually be, which it sounds a little bit weird about the game, but I felt like you're more involved with your Pokemon. Like it felt like all the right elements that you wanted from the show, you got in this. Like, like what? one of the, th- like one of the things is like um, having to gather materials for the TMs, because the TMs were always kind of kind of floated in like this their own little universe, and uh, for people listening. You know, the TMs are like, you teach moves to your Pokemon. And they used to be like, the TMs would disappear after one use. Right, and then but it we changed. eventually changed that. Yeah, well, it also changed to another thing where the TMs, like in some Pokemon, uh, in the, in between Pokemon games, and I apologize, I can't remember, like which ones, the TMs became like the HMs. Like, you could use them over and over and over and over, where the right. HMs were the key moves, and you couldn't sure. get rid of HM moves. And then they just kind of threw HMs out the window. They're like, we don't need these anymore here, just have this other stuff you can use and then it switched back in pokemon scarlet and violet to where tms are one use only but 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 you when you're adventuring you can go out and you can find the tms and it adds it to a crafting list and in order to make the tm you have to go out and again battle pokemon and gather the materials so and i did like the fact that uh they you can do like the way they call it the quick battles. You mm-hmm. can you send your Pokemon out, and just start attacking everything in fight, and you can quickly gather the materials. You don't get as much experience, but you're getting the materials. If you enter into full battle with the Pokemon, you'll still get the materials, but you get more experience. So I thought that was very well balanced. Like um, I actually called a route very early on, and I wanted Psybeam, so I went. So I had to run all the way back to the Poke Center, look up what type of materials I needed, go out, got the materials, came back, made the TM, and I was able to teach my routes Psybeam. And then you gave me a bunch of Pokemon and routes had to go in. And you the put box. them all in the box. Yeah, I put them all in the box. Well, I still have the, the Quaxel you gave me. I mean, that's my main water Pokemon. That is something. She she didn't ditch them all, folks. No, I didn't ditch them all. That should be the... That should be Gotta the ditch them all. <laughs> ditch them all. 
So are you telling me that you make uh, TM's tentacle machines out of Pokemon pelts? Is that accurate? Yes. So Great. I just I'm just imagining someone going out there like um Psyduck, like I think I attacked a Psyduck. I got Psyduck fluff. So imagining your trainer's going out there just wrecking ripping the fluff off the poor Psyduck after it's been knocked out and just leaving it there. Which actually is yeah, this is pretty dark. It that is dark. Goodness. I see. So going on from there, though, uh, you can trade. We talked about how you don't need a link cable anymore because we're now in the future and there's Wi-Fi. Yes. Uh, you feel very involved with your Pokemon is what the notes say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like, yeah, like you said, like you feel more involved with Pokemon because um, I do know, I think the one thing I don't agree with with the new series, and this is just a nitpick, is the fact that uh, they kind of took breeding out. Like, you can't just leave them, you know, you can't leave them with a couple and, like, they level up as you travel the world. Now the Pokemon breed when you're doing the picnic, which, if you kind of think about, it's a little, like, oh, that's so that's what's going on while I'm making the That's just, like, all guys. the fanfics I've ever written, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you go in the basket and you find an egg. I haven't, I haven't gotten an egg yet, but I also haven't been really trying to breed. I think that's probably the only nitpick I have, but I like the fact that, I don't know why this game's, like, obsessed with sandwiches. That was really weird. I was, like, I understand, like, sharing food with your Pokemon, but I'm, like, I think, like, she had, like, what, was, like, curry or something? It was curry in the previous game. And so we we basically are doing different regional foods. And in Spain, they are very fond of sandwiches called bocadillo. Okay, because I was like, why are we, like, so focused on, like, the sandwiches? What's, what's going on? So, oh, actually, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. I mean, I, I like the sandwiches mechanic. I just thought it was funny. But is you can't, you know what? You can't go really go into the houses anymore. I don't think I've been in another house since I've been playing. And you don't enter the shops. You just get a menu. Right. In order to kind of make this open world thing work, there's a lot of you might say compromises here and there. For instance, yeah. most of the most of the buildings don't work, only the shops. And the, obviously, we've talked about the frame rate a bit. It's not super great. We've talked about the pop-in. There's some glitches. Those aren't great either. Uh, mm-hmm. In my mind, I generally think that the game is on the Switch. It's a Switch exclusive. You're going to have to just deal with it being bad from a technical perspective. I wrote that in the review. <laughs> um in fact, it goes so far as when there are games that also happen to be on the Switch but are on other platforms, they will tend to suffer a bit from having been on the Switch. Uh, when I reviewed Harvestella, I said the same thing. Like, this is a game that's based around graphical impressions and how good it looks, but it is on the Switch, so it cannot look as good as it should. And that's rough, but it is what it is. In fact, in fact, here in the notes, you write, say right here, you're not here for negativity, so take your Dunsparce and get out. Yeah. points. Yeah, but it's I I think that's but it's hard thing. to avoid it. You kind of run into yeah. it. I don't mean as a negative way. Like the technical things don't bother me, but I think because I think if like you're going into a house, I so wouldn't it load as like another instance. You know, you know what I'm talking about. It would load like a different like mini map. I get I guess think would be the ter- the gamer terminology, yep. which I should know better because I partially work for a gaming website. But anyway. It's I miss being I miss having the interaction because in old Pokemon games, you, you know, you go into every house, you talk to everyone, you talk to people in the shops and you would if you know, if you never played Pokemon before, you get some information or they'll give you hints to like, hey, there's this thing that if you go if you go to this place, you can find this Pokemon or you'll end up finding someone like you can trade Pokemon with, 
like it it feels like the world's alive and you know there's a bit of a story going on like if you go back to you know a you know um a group of people in their house like later on in the in the game when you've like you know you've beaten the elite four and you're you know a pro at all this stuff like they it turns out like something in their life has changed like i really 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 miss that i miss you know i miss kind of like that inversion in the game but like you said like there's so much in the world you can do like it's actually really really beautiful you know, right. you know i there's still parts of the game like i i mean i it just came out but i'm like was running around with a friend and he's like did you see this town i'm like no i had no idea this town existed which part of the map are you on? I have no clue. I just know there's lots of mountains around me. And I was on a mountain that had lots of ice. A mountain that, that had a lot of ice. Uh, yes. The one that started with the G. Gla- glass, glass G? I, I, I can't. See, that's one of the things with this game for me. Because you can't <laughs> actually enter any of the houses for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, And because it's open world, you can go anywhere you want, really. You can take yes. on the gems in whatever order you want. You can collect herba mystica which enhances your mount in whatever way you want you can battle yes. you can battle team star whatever way you want but what this happened what this did to me is that i couldn't tell you the name of any of the towns <laughs> any of the landmarks they all just kind of blend together uh they do there there's one town i think was actually based off of a town in sapphire it's I think you'd, I don't know the name of it, but I think you'd probably know it if I mention it. I think everyone else will. It's the town, it's this massive town. It's where you fight the chef, uh, the chef gym leader. The water, the water gym leader. Yeah, it's a, it's a big, uh, waterfall themed town. Yeah, all waterfalls and everything. And when you talk, I stopped and talked to one of the citizens and I talked about, yeah, you had to ride your bike everywhere just to get to the top of the town. Well, there's a town in, um, the Sapphire, um, you you know that entire side of games that's mm-hmm. inside a volcano and if you talk to one of the townspeople there they talk about having to run up and down the stairs and you get really fit because you're going up down the stairs and i think that i like to think that the town in scarlet uh scarlet and violet is based off the town in that volcano because again like there's a lot of like water there and they're basically like in this little island with a legendary pokemon underneath and I thought that was really, really neat. I was like, I, I'm like, you know, I kind of feel like I'm seeing that town for like the first time and understanding kind of like the scope of like how massive it is. It's like it's so big you have to literally go on elevators just to get to the top. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But as far as memorable places go, there just aren't that many. I mean, that's one of them. And uh, I think uh, the area where you fight the gym leader who is a, a streamer. Is the other one that I distinctly oh, remember. Her. I didn't I didn't like her. I liked I liked the um, You didn't the like gym. her. I didn't like her, but I did really like the um the gym the gym test. I thought that was a lot of fun. I think the gym test being a sort of uh, I spy situation where you're yes. trying to find a particular character. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the gym leader, but I liked the gym test. That, what what that didn't you like fun. about her? Because I see it all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's a streamer. And she was freaking me out because she's like, she's a cute little character, right? Like, I like, I like her look. But when she smiles, she has like those itty bitty pointy teeth that makes her look like a demon. And it was freaking me out a bit. I'm like, I don't, I don't like looking at you or seeing your mouth. You know, we can, we can take a file to your grill and we can get you there too, if you want. (laughs) No, no, thank you. (laughs) I like my teeth the way they are. Thank you very much. Mm. 
But yeah, generally speaking, I mean, I thought this game was fantastic. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the technical issues, but that's not really something to focus on because I feel like if you're going to play a game on the Switch, you just kind of expect it. If you can look past the fact that it doesn't run super great um, and there's going to be some bugs here and there, and there's some weirdness like uh, the fact that shiny Pokemon don't make a noise anymore, so it's possible you could miss them if you find them. Um, oh, really? Look, um, so I think they might make a very, very... Uh, faint sound whereas in previous games it is a big deal it is the the action stops everything gets dimmer oh yeah and they sparkle yes it's an event that's taking place that's what and and they still sparkle a little bit here but not quite as much i think i might have run by some shiny pokemon i might have don't think about it too hard you'll feel bad yeah you're right i didn't see any shiny pokemon that's what i'm gonna stick with However, no, but, if you can look past all this stuff, I thought it was a pretty good game. <laughs> it was, and it, it it continues to be a good game. Um, me and a friend were, uh, I actually played with my friend Paul yesterday. And, you know, again, I think it's the first, is this the first Pokemon game you can bring a friend into your game and adventure together through the world? So I think this right. is the first one where you can do such explicit co-op like that, yeah. Yeah, well, we were running around and we were, we ended up in, out in this field and he, we were capture. I was trying to capture a teacup Pokemon and I kept killing it. Oops. And yes. So, and I, I caught, I captured the keys though. I captured the key Pokemon. And so I ran around and he had chosen the fire alligator that was fully evolved. And so I saw, I saw him standing still. So I ran over and I could see him battling the other Pokemon and catch it. And I was like, Oh, did you get it? And he's like, yeah, can you see me? I'm like, yeah, I can see you. Which was a lot, a lot of fun. Also, hacker, hacker thing. If you spin your thing, if you spin your character really, really, really fast, you actually start doing like a spin in in game. Which is so funnily nice. enough, in Sword and Shield, there was a Pokemon that would evolve if you did that. Really? Which Pokemon was that? There was a little whipped cream Pokemon where if you spun around in place, it would evolve. Oh my God, that's great! I love that. <laughs> But that is not present here, unfortunately. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know what is present, though, is the... Do you know the secret about the dolphin The dolphin Pokemon? I do, and I'm a big fan of his. So the dolphin, <laughs> uh, there's a little dolphin Pokemon that when you evolve it, he looks about the same, but he gets a little pink dot in his chest. Yes. Um, if you switch him out, it turns out that he is actually a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when he comes back, he looks like All Might from My Hero Academia, and he's much more powerful. Well, yeah, but you missed the important part is how do you evolve him? Is you need oh. to, he needs to be level 37. He cannot be a higher level, people, okay? I, I actually know this. No, I did not evolve one. This is how you evolve it. Uh, you He needs to be level 37, and you need to be – you don't have to do anything special other than you need to be connected to the Internet, and you need to have – be in a group with one of your friends, kidnap someone if you have to. I tried to get Corey to play with me, but Corey had already finished the game by this point. Yep. He just kept giving me free Pokemon. So yep. remember, be in a group, level 37, take a rare candy, revel up your Donafan to level 38. Don't don't level it past that. Level 38. Uh, Finizen is the Pokemon she's Finizen. talking about. Okay, sorry. I keep, why am I making Donafan? Yeah, no anyway, evolve, evolve your dolphin. To level 38, and it will evolve. And the reason it's evolved at level 38 is because it's a reference to Superman. Because the first Superman comic came out in 1938. And switching him out at the beginning and him coming back, he transforms into a hero, which is referencing Superman going from 
I almost said Bruce Wayne, not Bruce Wayne. Clark Kent to Superman. So there you go. I <laughs> know cool be, things. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm choking on how cool that is. I know. But, it's amazing. I'm shocked that I remembered that little piece of reference. <laughs> but speaking of things that are super cool, did you think this game was super cool? I did think this game was super cool. I I am having so much fun. I I've almost finished all of the Titans. Um, I'm scared to take on the dragon one, so I'm leveling right now for that. And oh, you know what? That's another thing we didn't talk about is you um you, there's different things you can do with other than just doing the gym leaders. I really like that. I think that's really cool. So we talked about it very briefly, yeah. And most yeah. Pokemon games I'm you just kind of go from town to town and you fight the different gyms and eventually get all the gym badges and you take on the Elite Four and save the world. Uh, in the meanwhile, you take on the Elite Four, mm-hmm. battle the Pokemon champion, claim the throne of the champion, and you've won. Yeah. And that's and it. And that's it. No. Uh, here, though, here you're going to be doing that, but you'll also be battling giant Titan Pokemon in the search for delicious magical herbs that will enhance the legendary Pokemon based on your version that you ride around on. So it goes from just, you know, slightly making you move faster to letting you jump real high, letting you climb on stuff, fly around, et cetera, et cetera. Stop and what's... flying, gliding, sir. Falling oh, I'm with so style, sorry. <laughs> so along with gliding, so sorry, um, from battling these Titans and getting these herbs, um, you can also go battle the villainous team of the day, which is Team Star. Um, that is probably my least favorite part of the game, though, because it basically just amounts to button mashing and a boss fight. You don't like fighting the team star? I think it's it, great. I love when I see their giant, <laughs> their giant car come out, and you have to fight the giant car that has all the room Pokemon on it. Oh my so, god! So, so the car boss fights are great, but the thing leading up to them, where you have to fight a big mob, uh, where you just kind of mash your buttons and throw your Pokemon everywhere like a crazy person, not so much fan, <laughs> a fan of that. But it's also over pretty quickly, so it's fine. You mean that's not how you play Pokemon? I've oh, I mean, of course it is how I play Pokemon. This is why I don't need more of it. <laughs> oh, I I love it. No, but it um, I feel like with the new with the Pokemon Violet Scarlet, I feel like they're improving the old formula. Like they're they're kind of like giving it that nice final polish. Like they're not quite there yet, but I'm really excited for whatever new game we come out with because again, like I feel like I'm playing the game like how I want to play it and you I don't I'm not locked just locked into like leveling my Pokemon with just Pokemon trainers which I will struggle with if I want higher level Pokemon I'll just go to another part of the map there I go higher level Pokemon everywhere I can collect things I can go sell nuggets and Stardust and get my money that way instead of just you know just going through the trainers and I think a cool thing is like they give you they kind of give you, they encourage you to battle the trainers because, you know, it, and for everyone here, if you go to a Pokemon Center, there's always this weird guy standing there. If you talk to him, he'll tell you how many trainers you need to beat in that area. And if you beat that amount of trainers, you actually get like an item you can give to one of your Pokemon to like kind of boost their moves. Like You get some I think, pretty exciting prizes. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, hey, that's actually a pretty neat um way to get people to do that if they want it like your your game you know you're not your game's not going to break if you're not if you don't battle the trainers like if you just like going and just doing the gyms and battling doing what i do and over leveling your pokemon just battling all the wild pokemon that's totally fine too like it's you have more options to like do all these things Yep, absolutely. So I think generally speaking we would both agree if you like pokemon you owe it to yourself to give this one a shot. Yeah, and definitely, you know what, if you have a friend, play with them. 
uh, if you don't, ha if you're like me, you don't have friends, just kidnap somebody, make sure they have the game, or you can also be like me and keep bugging Corey until he just gives you all the starters. I am sure has... that's all completely legal, especially the part where you bug me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know, we don't question you being locked up in the closet. But that's okay. That's that is true. That is yeah. true. You have water, right? Yep. Maybe. Okay, you'll be fine. Question mark. I'll, em you, I'll empty your bucket Does urine count as water? Yes. Great. We're recycling. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, well, everyone, thank you for listening to the Popzar podcast. I don't know if you kids like and subscribe. I don't know, but definitely listen, leave a comment, or don't. I don't know. Do it, you know, do it everything. But go out there and you catch them all. Hey, that sounds good to me. And I'm Corey Gallagher. Thank you guys very much for listening to the Pop Zara podcast. And thank you to Nia for having me. And uh, she said like and subscribe. So I'm going to edit in my own Zoomer thing. Let's go. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Pop Zara podcast. Remember to like, follow, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or service.